Hello, and welcome to episode 195 of Beyond the Weight with Henny and Sandy. Hello, Henny. Do you know what I did today? What? Oh my goodness. I went and had a facial. So my facial, my facial, lovely, you know, my facial guy, he like literally once a month, because he said, do you want me to remind you? And I said, yes. And so once a month, once a month, a month, once a month, (laughs) I get a little message and it says, hi, let me know when you're ready for another glow. Oh, that's cute. He (laughs) is super cute. Super, super cute. Well, that just sounds fantastic and relaxing. It was, it's like lovely. He's like, we don't have to talk if you just want to sleep. I said, no. I mean, I said, part of the reason coming here is that I get to talk and and gossip with you. (laughs) (laughs) Especially when you go so many other places that you can't really talk to those people. So exactly. If you have the opportunity. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, totally take advantage. That's oh my goodness. Um, and so I actually, this is a good, because I know Tim listens. So we were chatting about the donuts that I had, you know, I said, I was telling him, oh, and I saw he's because he follows me on Instagram. He's like, right. I was like thinking, he goes, I saw that. And I thought, pretty sure she's going to put one of those in her bag to bring back for me. And I was like, no, no, that didn't happen. <laughs> so then he was talking about some travel uh, Instagram accounts that he follows and he oh, said okay. there's one and he's talking about some nuns in Madrid okay. that bake cookies but when you go to pick them up you just like put the money in and they spin around on something like that's how they're handed out okay like on a lazy on Susan it? No, I think it's through the convent. Like it probably is something that was built in, like oh. that was used. Anyway, so now I need Tim to find out where these cookies are and if where he's these... tried. Okay, well, you know. So Tim, you have a mission. <laughs> find, find, find out about these convent cookies. Convent cookies. <laughs> Let me know if you tried them. What kind of cookies are they? I don't know any other details except oh. for it's. Mid- Madrid and that it's nuns and that it's through something and that they make cookies okay. and they're supposed to be fantastic. All right. And I find more about that. We need to find out more. So please, Tim, you have a, a you know, a, do you accept this task? <laughs> He'll accept, I'm sure. <laughs> then we need a full report back. Full report. Excellent. I love that. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yes. But I love when I go for my glow. Oh my goodness. So lovely. Anyway, that was my indulgence for the day. Oh, lovely. (laughs) Well, I will tell you that when, you know, that my indulgence over the Christmas and New Year holiday was that I got to go down south for uh, a few days and I was in the Florida Keys. And did I tell you that I am covered in bug bites? Yes, you did. From head to toe. And I will tell you that at this point in the game, I'm now covered in scabs. Perfect. That's, that's, that's attractive. It's, uh, I have never looked so beautiful. Let me tell you, like, I'm just like, it's, and because it's like winter dry air. Oh, love your scale. So, and then I'm still itchy. 
But like, I'm not bug bite itchy now. Now I'm like healing skin itchy. Like it's all gross and it's not, it's not really a great thing. Well, okay. Is it so bad that there's like little blood spots on your bed sheets? Well, there's one. Okay. I knew it. See, I knew this. There's one. Yeah. That's this gross. Because I even like this morning, (laughs) because I noticed it this morning down by my feet, like by my ankles. Yeah. Like, oh man, now I have to like strip the bed. But like, I also just washed the sheets, you know, I'm like, now I have to like wash them again. But of course now I've been like, I was, had a super long, super long day today. And so I'm thinking like tonight, I'm like, am I going to just worry about it tomorrow yeah i might i might just have to worry about it tomorrow yeah 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 no i know and it's like probably because you were rubbing your feet together like correct correct yeah that's exactly it that's exactly it Mm -hmm. and i mean (laughs) it's the struggle is real let me tell you (laughs) (laughs) so unfortunate i'm so sorry to hear that I made a like before the holidays. I made a batch of that uh, chicken and dumpling soup. It's a skinny uh, taste recipe in the mm, slow cooker, and yep. you do like the chicken and the veg and the broth, like all in the slow cooker. And then when it's when it's already cooked and there's like a half hour left to cook, you add the little like teaspoon drops yeah. of dumpling, like of, you know, flour and, and there's yeah. chives in the yeah. flour mixture and it's so delicious. So I made that at the, either before the holiday, just before the holiday or right at the beginning of the holiday. And I put most of it in the freezer. So when I got back from Florida, the my fridge of course was bare and so I pulled things out of the freezer because I knew I was going to need lunches for the week for school and there was a big container of some sort of a soup but I couldn't really see what kind of soup it was like I could tell that it was some sort of like chicken and veg but I'd forgotten that I'd made that specific soup (laughs) and so I wasn't really sure what it was and I hadn't labeled it of course um and so Oh, you know, as I, and I'm usually pretty good about labeling stuff. Why I didn't, I don't know. Probably because I thought, oh, I'll remember what this is, you know, yeah. did not remember. And, and so even when I was like scooping it into my little crock pot to bring to school, I didn't, like, it didn't clue into me, like for me that that's what it was. I just thought like, oh, it's just like a chicken soup. Okay, great. And then I mm-hmm. had it at, I had it for lunch yesterday at school. Sandy, the minute I like opened it up and I smelled it like that after it had warmed up, I thought, I know what this is. It's the dumpling, the chicken dumpling soup. And it was so delicious. It was really, it was really great. Really, really like brightened my day yesterday. Uh. (laughs) A little, a little surprise dumpling. Mm. (laughs) i've ended up with quite a bit of stuff accumulating in my freezer so that's why today uh because we're recording later i pulled out uh italian wedding soup Ooh, yes so we're having that tonight and then yesterday i had gone to the bakery to buy a loaf of bread 
um, because I was making Brock and Emmeline um, sandwiches to take with them this morning on their early flight. Oh, yeah, and yeah, so yeah. I wanted to get, and then when I was there, Emma was with me, and I said, well, you know what, you're not going to have breakfast either. Like, by the time you get to where you're going, like, you're leaving the house at 2 in the morning or 2.30, and you're not going to get served anything on the plane but probably a granola bar and a, and a drink, and then mm-hmm. it'll be 11 o'clock before you get to where you're going. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, you know what? Uh, and she can't just make a decision, right? So I was like, okay, we're getting one of the almond um, croissants and one of the big morning glory like bun things. And then you guys can share that and, and have that. So I packed them like these beautiful, you know, cheese and ham sandwiches on this nice Ooh. bread. And then like these nice treats. And like then I had, there was cheese strings in there and everything. It was packed with love. Look at you taking care of them. That's nice of you. <laughs> it was very nice. It was very that's, nice. That's good. Yeah, yeah. It's it's good to have, it's good to have like really nice food, you know? Mm. Yeah. It really makes, it really makes a difference. Like it really actually, like when you think about it, you know, like a really, it's, it's quite like nice food is really quite simple. You yeah. know, like there's nothing special really, or like complicated about this chicken dumpling soup or about the Italian oh. wedding soup or about a mm-hmm. ham and cheese sandwich. But like when it's night, like when it's good quality food, when the bread is really nice, when yes. it's like, you know, like when it's the, you know, the, the onions are fresh or, you know, like whatever yep. it is, you know, mm-hmm. like it just, it really tastes great. And, and then it's a good reminder to like, I'm just thinking for myself, but like to anyone, you know, it's a good reminder that, you know, that, that good food goes a long way as far as being satisfying and being uh, enjoyable and, you know, Mm -hmm. and, and like, and fast food, although, I don't know, like I was gonna say a fast food, although it's delicious. I mean, often it's not even, yeah, or it's delicious, but it's not lasting. That's yeah. I think that's that's the yeah. thing. Yeah. Or later, like it, it tastes good as you're eating it, but later you don't feel so hot. Yeah, yeah. I think that's yeah. Or it doesn't even taste that good uh, in yeah. the moment. Like so, right. sometimes that's yeah. what too, you know. And you're like, okay, well, this is disappointing. Yeah, <laughs> and expensive. Yes. Yeah, that's the thing. very expensive. Yeah, that was the thing. So I had the last. They were here for two dinners, um, Brock and M, and so I had made dinners, and I was purposely thinking about like the foods to make. So the one night I made um, the chicken cordon, a skinny taste chicken cordon bleu. Oh yeah. It is because it's one so simple. You can get it ready early and then just it's like 15 minutes in the oven and it's delicious. Um, But then the other thing I just said, okay, we're just going to like do some asparagus and a salad. Like it's simple. I'm not doing any like carby kind of like, you know, potato or Mm -hmm. starch like that. Right. And, um, and I, then I thought, oh, is there, I don't think there's enough food. There's more than enough food. And then yeah. last night, we ended up with a piece of beef that we did, corn on the cob. I made a kale salad. I was thinking Brock's not going to eat it. And Brock's like, I really enjoyed the salad tonight. I'm like, hmm? Oh, did you massage it? I had to extra massage. I extra massaged it because it was really, really crisp. And I knew it was going to be super bitter. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I was like a massaging queen yesterday. 
<laughs> and then I thought so I massaged, 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 and then I put it in the fridge. And then by the time I got it, it was like really quite soft. And then, nice. then I put it together uh, and made it. And then feta cheese has been back. So that's been, you know, a Ooh. real treat. And there's nothing better than kale and feta together mm-hmm. with some uh, crushed almonds on it. Oh, yes. That sounds very good. Yeah. And then I have a, there's a dressing that, that I have that came with a kale salad, like, um, recipe. So I made that. So it was very, very good. But I I have, they were, they were both saying how happy they were just to eat like good food. Yeah. You know, because when you, when you travel, you know what it's like, you get shit and you just keep eating shit. Like, yeah. You know, granola yeah, bars and, it, and all kinds of shenanigans, right? Yeah, and it doesn't feel great. No, no. Yeah, I, um, I also had had a bunch of things like piling up and not piling up, but you know, yeah. filling up in the freezer. You know, yeah. and so because I knew that I was going to need a week's worth of lunches for this week, and I knew that I was going to need a week's worth of lunches for next week already, because I knew that there was for these first two weeks getting back into the swing of things in January, there was no time for anything for me. Yeah. And, uh, and so I'm slowly like working through stuff, but I pulled a whole bunch of stuff out of the freezer. And one of the things that I had in the freezer were stuffed acorn squashes. Oh my goodness. And so that's going to be dinner tonight. And I'm very excited about it. I miss that. Yum. I miss roasting them and then cracking an egg and then putting them back in and the egg mm-hmm. cooks inside. Oh, delicious. Sugar plum. <laughs> yeah, a stuffed squash is really heavenly. Oh, yeah. Sounds delish. It's sounds good, delish. Good, good food. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Well, shall we chat a little bit about this new podcast we came across? I think so. I think okay. we should. So I came across this podcast and it's called Food We Need to Talk. And I thought, and it has like a fun little picture and mm. like it looks kind of like it looks you know, if you're judging a book by its cover, I would read that book, you know, like it, it looks very appealing. And I was like, okay, this looks kind of fun. Like, what's this all about? And the most recent episode, I think it just came out like in the last couple of days is about sugar. And I thought, Mm -hmm. well, that might be interesting to listen to. And so on a whim, I sent it to, to you this morning. I sent it to Sandy this morning and said, I haven't listened to this yet, but I think it might be okay. Like, let's see. And I did listen to it. And you? I, I listened to it also. And then I had to go, I had to listen to another one because I actually really liked, I liked it. One, because it's science-based. So yes. I love that. I don't want to hear about all your shenanigans and stuff, really. I just yeah. want to hear things that there's been proof with. Right. Um, and I li- and I liked the, I liked the banter between. The two hosts. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. good. Yeah. The one host is a medical doctor. Yes. And the other host is just a person. <laughs> I think. I don't think she, I I don't think she has. I, I don't know, really know. Actually, I don't know what her background is, but yeah. she's not uh, a doctor. But but her co-host is. Correct. 
And then it also, I'm not sure about the other episodes, although I get the impression that every episode is likely quite similar, but they have an expert on Correct. where, and it, but you know, what was interesting. It was, it was almost, it wasn't like, it didn't feel like it was a live interview. It felt like the expert it's, had like yes. already talked to them and had recorded things. And then they just took pieces of what that expert Correct. said, sort of wove it into their conversation, which actually made for a really yes. nice listening experience because there yes. was no extra fluff. There was no repeated information. You know, it was very uh, succinct. Yeah. Yeah, I, that's exactly what uh, I think they were doing. It's the same impression that I got. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And yeah, I, I also really liked it. I'm I'm interested to, I saw that they had an episode about weight stigma. Yes. So I'd be interested to listen to that one. Yeah. It says the health effects of being called fat. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's what the episode's called. So right away that like, I'm like, gotta go. Oh, where does the fat go? If you've ever wondered where fat goes when you lose weight. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. To to that one. Yeah. There were a few that I was like, this sounds interesting. This yeah. is a good question. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, but even, so the only one that I'm curious to hear what the other one was that you listened to. The only one that I listened to was the episode about sugar and the whole idea about you know, is sugar really that quote unquote bad for you, you know? Mm -hmm. And it was kind of funny because they started off and they're like, so, you know, or normally we like start with a definition of like whatever the topic is we're talking about, but like today we're talking about sugar. And so we didn't really think we needed to define <laughs> sugar. And yeah. then they have this whole bit of this expert, like giving you yes. all of this definition <laughs> of like what sugar actually is, all the different names for sugar. Like, and they were like, oh, it's actually quite more complicated than we thought yes yeah exactly <laughs> that was really funny very funny but but i i know in the past when i was teaching health to uh, like to students you know that was one of the things that we talked about when we were looking at labels you know because a lot of food labels don't necessarily say sugar but mm -hmm. they do say lactose fructose maltose sucrose you know galactose or you know like yes. they do say all of those things and so you know teaching kids that all of that really means sugar yeah um, you know, is important. Yeah. Plus the fact that, and in the podcast, they talk about that food manufacturers are getting like a little sneakier with what they put on the label, because I guess in the U S that there was a requirement that all sugars need to be labeled, put on labels. And I, I'm assuming in Canada, it's the same because everything you should, I mean, I don't think I've looked at a label that doesn't have sugar in it, you know? Yeah. It was, like you're saying, like all of the names that sugar goes by, it's not just sugar. Mm -hmm. Okay, you go ahead and start talking because you always remember more than me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no pressure, though. There were, okay, so there were a couple of things. That, so there was, I have to say, there was nothing in the episode that was new to me. Okay. Um, but there were a couple of things that were either a good reminder 
or it was explained in a way that I hadn't heard before. And I thought, mm -hmm. ah, this is something that would make sense to people. And, and yes. so one of those examples was the, there was a, they, they explain why the naturally occurring mm -hmm. sugar in a fruit or a vegetable yes. is processed differently by your body than what they would call a free sugar. Correct. Or an added sugar or like a peanut butter cup, which is the yeah. example they gave yeah. in the in the podcast episode. And and so this is something that I know to be true, but Mm -hmm. Um, and I also know that it has like, and I, and I know that it's because of the fiber that is also in the, the, like the fruit or the vegetable, but yes. what it actually is, and is that the sugar is in the cell wall. That's what I, so the notes I have, cause that and I was thought, to me, I was that, like, I'd never heard that yes. like specific example about like, mm -hmm. oh, so you have to actually like uh, digest yes. the, 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 the fiber, right? Because the, the cell wall, that's the fiber. So you have to digest that in order to get to the sugar, yes. which is why when you have a whole fruit, mm -hmm it's your, your, it takes a lot longer for the sugar to get into your bloodstream than if you had a uh, smoothie. Uh, yeah, exactly. Which, because, which is, which is always something yes. that, that people on WW have a really hard time understanding. Well, why? I don't get it. Why, if I blend a banana, is it five points in a smoothie? But if I, eat it it is zero points and that is this is a better way to explain a little deeper and so that yeah can be like oh but exactly this exactly honey I was like oh oh yeah 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 okay yeah. the other the other term that I wrote down was like you just said I think you said the whole fruit they called it intact yes when it's an intact, like a fruit, an intact fruit and veg, mm -hmm. that you understand that it means it is like nothing has happened to this. It is mm -hmm. like as it was off of the plant mm -hmm. or the tree or wherever mm -hmm. it came from. Mm -hmm. And that, that to me makes a lot of sense too, because then I'm not thinking, is it, you know, something that is dried? Is it, right. you know, Canned, canned is is it could be, but a lot of times it's not because mm -hmm. it might be in its own juices. Right, if it's in its own juices, that's now processed. Yeah, correct. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that and was even and even to be told like it like I know like even growing up or you know even more recently you know that you're 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 it's like oh no but this you know you should eat the skin or it's better if you eat the skin or something like that well I mean you know the there's more in the skin for you to break down right mm -hmm. and so there there is something good about that and you know and a lot of the nutrients are in the skin too right well there's a lot of nutrients in the skin that are not actually inside the fruit because the skin is there to protect the fruit from predators, really. Right. right. You know, so. Yeah, yeah I thought. Like, that's why you should be eating the kiwi. You should be eating the kiwi fruit and the skin. 
the furry kiwi, the fuzzy kiwi. Not, you yeah, know, but you know what? Thing. But yeah. you know what's really funny is that I think it's so like I think it's so odd to eat the fuzzy kiwi skin, but like a peach skin is also fuzzy, and I don't think that's odd. Why? Well, <laughs> You know why, though? It's easier to eat. I mean, it is the kiwi, but I wouldn't just pick a kiwi up and, and like, go and buy a chomp bit. on it. Yeah. Right. But yeah. I do not peel my kiwis. I'm not a kiwi peeler. We just, <laughs> <laughs> we eat that. We yeah. eat that. I, I thought that was really, anyway, I thought that part was really interesting. Yeah. And there was another part where they were talking about, um, oh, you know what, there was also with that, with that section, they were talking about the fact that, you know, because you have to actually break down the cell walls, mm -hmm. you, it, it takes longer for the sugar to get into your bloodstream but then it also stays in your bloodstream for longer and so and that's why you when you have uh fruit or vegetable or even um you know i would i i would guess this might be the same with with milk products but i think probably more so with i th i wonder with milk products because they've already been processed a little bit yeah. if you wouldn't have that same that same buffer almost of yeah. the cell, right? But yeah. with fruits and vegetables, for sure, you know, um, that's why you don't have like a, an energy slash sugar spike and then drop, right? Because yeah. it takes longer for the sugar to get into your bloodstream, but then it stays there longer too. So your blood sugar will be remain elevated for a longer period of time, which means that you don't have that sudden crash, right? Yeah, which goes hand in hand with your insulin. Correct. And so, yeah, the all of, like all of that was just not new information, but information presented in a way yes. that makes it easier to understand and long-term really remember. It's, it's like, yes, it's, it's just a different, uh, it came coming at us in a different way, but it was, I had like, aha, uh -huh, just like you did. It was like, yes, that yeah, I loved that. I loved it too. I love yeah. that. And and then there was another part where they were talking about uh, sugar and insulin and all of this. And, and then they said that because, because they get into the idea of, you know, when you carry extra weight, typically you are at a greater risk of you know, other diseases, including diabetes. Mm -hmm. And they, and they made a, they made a very clear point of saying that there are issues with the body mass index correct, and that people can carry extra weight and be very healthy and that people correct. cannot carry extra weight and be very unhealthy. And I liked correct. that they laid all of those things out, Yes, but then they also said, but the norm is that people who carry extra weight are at a higher risk of a bunch of different diseases, including diseases like diabetes, which, right. you know, is also the truth. So like, yeah. I, I appreciated that we got the whole picture from them. And then they were, they were talking about some other things. And so then they said, but one of the things that makes your body more sensitive to insulin mm -hmm. 
And, and this is whether you eat a lot of sugar or not a lot of sugar, whether you carry a lot of extra weight or no extra weight. The one thing that makes every single person more sensitive to insulin, meaning your body uses it better, mm-hmm. is exercise. Yes. And I was like, mm, mm-hmm. yeah. And so this is just like, and that's why it's like, you know, when you think about talking about activity and, and exercise that, yeah. you know, it's not that activity or exercise leads to weight loss. It's that activity and exercise leads to better health. And better health, meaning that your body operates at a better level. Right. And more effectively Efficiently, and more yes. efficiently. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. And so, and, and they were very clear on that point about the insulin sensitivity that, yeah. that your body, that any person's body will be more sensitive to insulin. Yes. If they're exercising. Yeah. And I, I thought that that was also, also not something that I've like, not, necessarily new i i've mm-hmm. heard that before but just to hear it again and to hear it in that way i liked that i thought that was i thought that was a, a good a good point to make well i i th- and they i think one of the reasons that it was a good point to make is that often you know we're still trying to uh, bust the myth of you know eat less move more equals weight loss yes and so it it's just just moving your body more instead of even just saying exercise because exercise is often thought of as exercise equals you know something that's very hard and you're sweaty and this which it isn't it's activity so it's what wherever you wherever you start from is doing more than you're actually doing yes and then your body does work more efficiently. If your body if you're doing that if your body is working more efficiently yes it could lead to weight loss yeah, because your body is processing the fuel that you are giving it, and if you're already being active, usually when you start being active, you do feel your body better. Mm-hmm. There, everything is interconnected mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. when you are trying to be healthier. Mm-hmm. So they talked a lot about the um, the signals that are given off by different organs in the body at yes. different times that tell other organs what what is necessary, what to do. And it just happens so seamlessly for most of us that we don't even realize how complicated and how intricate the system is inside. And we continually, you know, for periods of time may fuel it with a bunch of shit, Mm -hmm. but it makes all these adjustments behind the scenes. Yeah. Well, and so here's one of this, one of these, you know, more superficial adjustments that your body makes that they talked about also in the podcast was where sugar is concerned, that your body gets accustomed to the level or the amount of sugar that you consume. So if you are a person who consumes a lot of sugar, then your body is used to that. And if you're a person who doesn't, then your body is used to that. And so this is where this idea of, you know, you could eat something and I could eat something. We could eat the same thing. And one of us might find it to taste sweeter depending on how much our bodies are used to 
consuming mm-hmm. sugar, right? And so, and this is like they didn't, they didn't take this really any further with their conversation. They they moved on to other things, but but I'm just thinking now, like this is where this idea of like more and more and more and and this idea of of binge eating comes from too yes. i think like at least for me i i i i have recognized it in myself that that it's you know you're you know first you're having this thing but then that isn't enough to uh you well you get used to it you get yeah. used to that amount of whatever sweet thing it is. And so now you need more of that sweet thing or you need more of that sweet thing or you need something sweeter, you know? Mm-hmm. And so then, and and so it, it becomes this like snowball effect, but the opposite is also true, right? If you have less, then you are, you know, you, yeah, you're used to less, right? Yeah. So you're more content with less. And and when you have a little bit more, you don't necessarily love it. Yeah. Yeah. And they use the example of, you know, if you've drank, if you've if you have put sugar in your coffee or tea and then you have taken it out and now you're accustomed to that, if you get you somebody gives it something to you with it in it you're just appalled by the taste, like you couldn't Mm -hmm. drink it. I mean, I think about, you know, the times where, you know, I've gone through Timmy's and I haven't tasted it and then I get it and it's been like a double double when I've asked for milk only and I can't even drink it. Like, it's not even like I could be like, well, this isn't how I usually like it, but I want the coffee. I want the caffeine hit. Like I can't even force myself to drink it because it's just so unappealing. Yeah. Yeah. But, but I did drink double double at one point. So, right. Yeah. You know, that's, it's, that's, I think that's a perfect example of, of that. And most people have things that they have made those adjustments for mm-hmm. and wonder why, why, you know, before I could eat this much and that, t- like for me, chocolate, chocolate used to, like I could eat any kind of chocolate. Right. Now, sometimes I put chocolate and it's just not the thing that calls to me. It is not. Yeah. If I saw it, it is not the thing. I mean, if it's got caramel and nuts or something in it, mm-hmm. yes. But just plain chocolate doesn't do it for me. Mm-mm. I'd rather have something else. Yeah, you know? no, it's got to so, be better. It's got to be better than that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, I feel the same way. Yeah, it's 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 interesting. It's good to hear that stuff though, and like to hear that this is like a scientifically proven fact yeah. too, because because I know I've had moments in my life maybe maybe moments is an exaggeration maybe long periods in my life (laughs) (laughs) where I thought you know like it will never be different for me I will always you know like this will always you know like and I don't mean like that I won't always struggle with maintaining a healthy weight I think I will always struggle with that but I think I used to think like oh but I like I always could eat this much. I always will want to eat this, much. but, yeah. but that's not true. Yeah. You know, it's, you know, I, I, I worked my way up to eating certain amounts yeah. and, and I know that in the past, uh, you know, several over the course of the past several years, I've made a lot of changes in mm-hmm. the, the types of food that I'm eating and the amounts of foods that I'm eating and, and, 
and when I really pay attention to how much I need to be full, like, like this is, it, it's very different. Right. And that stuff can change. You know, that's yeah. not to say that, that, you know, if you really love, you know, you know, if I really love a, a magic kingdom rice crispy square that I'm not always going to really love that because I'm pretty sure I always will love that. But, you know, <laughs> maybe at one point in my life I could eat the whole Mickey head without like blinking an eye. Yeah. And, you know, that isn't always going to be that way, depending on what the rest of my eating habits look like. It's, it's helpful to have that sort of stuff because you do certainly, I do have this sometimes I have the sense that's like, you know, well, I'm just, you know, destined to have that or experience this or be like that or, you know, but, mm-hmm. you know, for the most part, that's not true for the most no. part, you know, depending on the, the, the way that I'm eating and the things that I, that I, and the way that I choose to live, like that does make a big impact. Yeah. And, and can change. Right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But so they, they, they may, they, I guess the question was, um, is, was, is sugar unhealthy? Right. Is Mm -hmm. that, that was the question. Mm -hmm. And so this, they, they have a um, theme, like a, it's a monthly theme. So it's really about, they were talking, um, this sugar falls under new year's resolutions because that's often something that people are like, I'm going to cut out sugar. And so they, the question that they were asking the expert was, is it healthier to actually, like, is it healthy to do that? Are you living healthier to, to just cut it all out? Right. And their advice, well, the, the, it was like, no, not necessarily. You're not, Mm. it isn't like a, a magic, you Mm. know, a magic wand that's going to all of a sudden you, you know, you can just cut it all out. Mm -hmm. And, and the problem being is that when we quit things that are in a lot of things, like it's like smoking, like habitual type things, sugar is in so much food. Mm -hmm. It was like, when we say we're going to cut it out all, all of it out, it's impossible and we'll always fail. Right. And so it was looking at the opportunities and the easy, the easy things to sort of start with. And one of the, they talked about was that if you're adding like sugar mm-hmm. to drinks is to cut that out first. Right. Yeah. And that for most people it's, you shouldn't even be worried about fruit and also not even then, then starting to like, oh, but this is a bad fruit. You know, yeah. like like bananas or grapes or watermelon. Yeah. Unless yeah. you're diabetic. Yeah. That's what that's what the 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 medical doctor said. He's like, if I were working with a patient who was diabetic, I might um I might uh suggest to them that they avoid or limit grapes and watermelon. Those were the two examples he gave. Yes. But he said but that's it. And for anyone else, he's like, it's, it's not a concern. Yeah. Right. It's not a concern, which I think was also good to hear. Yeah. 
you know, because I think sometimes it's, and it's, and this is really funny, right? Like it's funny how psychology works and how our brains work, you know, and how we think and how we tell ourselves stories, you know, because, because I'm sure like when we think to ourselves like, oh, okay, I'm, I'm not going to have any sugar, you know? And then, so then as a part of, you know, quote unquote, not having sugar, we stop eating, you know, fruit. Yeah. But then like, but then we still have like, you know, carrots or corn yeah. or, you yeah. know, like, which, which are still sugars. <laughs> yeah. You know, or dairy. we have, you know, we have, we have, yeah, exactly. Or dairy. Right. You know, or we have, you know, like um, some jarred tomato sauce, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, or so, like things like that, like things that, well, something like jarred tomato sauce or like a, you know, a specialty coffee drink from, mm-hmm. you know, from, Good. from a, from a place like Starbucks or something like that. Like, like those play, those types of things are going to have a much greater impact on our, if we're looking at like added sugars and free sugars and, and the sugars that are uh, especially good tasting, so especially easy to overeat mm. and especially quickly digested. I mean, yeah. don't even have to be digested. So uh, especially quickly absorbed into our bloodstream. Like when, when, like those are the sugars we need to be looking at. And often those are the ones that we like try and turn a blind eye to and then yeah. just be like, but it's the grapes that are the it's problem. Right. You know? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so I yeah it was I would recommend it for sure what was the other episode that you listened to Sandy or were there other things in this one that you were thinking about yeah so the one just the one last thing is that the one thing that the the doctor did say is that you know rather than thinking about eliminating sugar it's just focus on what you're eating in general you know it's like with with more whole foods like the intact foods with looking at you know less processed mm-hmm. and and then that will already be that that's like the first step in in starting the the whole process mm-hmm. yeah the the other thing he said i'm just thinking of this now uh, was that he said you will find an article in yeah. a in a peer reviewed you yeah. know scientific journal that will prove whatever point you want to make so he's 100%. like if you want to find something to back you up saying like sugar is good for you you'll find <laughs> it if yeah. you want something to back you up saying sugar is bad for you you'll find it you know and, and he yeah. even said he's like even me he's like i i have written like authored pieces that that make suggestions about sugar in my earlier like you know years ago in my earlier research years and at a time when we thought differently yeah mm-hmm. you know that it, that are really different from the things that I'm authoring now and I thought you know what good on you expert for saying that yeah. because I think for you know for the average person you know we we can be tricked very easily for sure. I mean, I mean, I, and sometimes we do it without really knowing that 
we are looking for something to back up what we want to be like what we want to be the right answer yes just by the just by the way you word it in the search when you go put yes. it into Google. <laughs> right? Yes. 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 You you you're <laughs> biased, right? And yeah. you, your search is biased for sure. And it's like it's like those survey questions where it's like um <laughs> like things like um how badly did the person do or something like that? And you're yeah. like, okay, well, <laughs> just in your question, I'm supposed to tell you they did badly because, yes. you know, I, I can't, there's no opportunity. There's no, there's no chance that this person actually did a good job. Exactly. And then once you've looked up an article, you know, you're just going to be inundated with articles that will also help to support that. So <laughs> yes, <laughs> absolutely. That. And then that's all you find, right? Well, right. Okay, but that's that. I mean, as you know, you know, with a family member who likes to believe that everything she sees on Facebook is true, um, you know, this is what happens, right? Like you, yeah. you, you see because your social media feeds and even you know your Google searches, I would imagine, are curated yeah. to the things that you want to see or the things you've already looked at or yeah. you know and so you're inundated with one side of the story yeah yeah <laughs> it's not always the right it's it not always not. the right information it is not it's certainly um, not the full picture no it's not uh so i the other episode that i started listening to and i haven't quite finished it uh was about um whether or not you should make uh, New Year's resolutions. That's what it was about. And so uh, the they had an expert on and and like the expert, I think it was the expert said, like he makes his like 15 minutes before midnight. And it's right. like, those are, those are not, that is not the ideal time if you are going to make one. But the, the things he was talking about was why people often fail at keeping New Year's resolutions is because they're too big and abstract. And so they don't really know why they want to, to, mm. to make that change. And so he said, it, and it, I, as as he was speaking, I was like, well, this is just like weight loss. It's the same thing. Why do you, you want to eat healthier? Well, why? What is your why? Right. And it's the same thing. It's like, if you're going to make a resolution, why are you going to do this? Mm -hmm. And often with New Year's resolutions in particular, the why is because I've been told that I should. Exact, And that's exactly what he said, too. Yeah. Right. Like mm -hmm. it's new, it's the new year. And so there, therefore I must make goals and yeah. the goals that I must make are the ones that are, you know, advertised and, right. and, and pushed from yeah. all sorts of directions. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're not, they're not something that you actually want to do, which is why, you know, you and I talk about things I've been thinking like November about, you know, for the next year, things that we'd like to accomplish, whatever. It's not necessarily a, re it's not a resolution. Mm -hmm. It is just a bit of a plan for the, yeah. the coming year, right? Yeah. It's almost like a vision. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like a, yeah, not a vision board necessarily, but like, yeah. like a, uh, but that idea, right? Like where, you know, what do you see yourself doing? What would you like to do? Yeah. You know, where would you like to be? That sort of thing, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. So I mean, all of the things that this this expert was was talking about were things that I I know like they've all been covered with you know in a WW workshop at some point because mm-hmm. he talked yes. about smart uh, smart goals. Yeah, like you know, yeah. the, everything was just like uh huh, uh huh. Uh-huh, and uh-huh. again, it's good just to hear it through someone else, you know, and and their lens and how they um approach it, how what their thoughts are surrounding it, um, because it's it's like anything. It's like you know, sometimes you you know, 10 people tell you something and it's like the 10th person that you're like, oh yeah. And the first person's like, but I already told you that. Yeah. <laughs> when you're the first person, that's so annoying. Yeah. <laughs> or when you're the teacher or the parent, it's also very annoying. Very annoying. And then they're like, yeah, you know what I saw on TikTok? And you're like, really? Mm, yeah. Pretty, pretty sure I told you that. Yeah. <laughs> or showed you how to do that. Or, yeah. but you, but or, we, or we did that last week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you choose to believe some random person that you have no idea who the so, person is. Okay. All right, then. <laughs> <laughs> I guess my work here is done. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um, so, Sandy, I'm going to take a hard turn in the okay. last few minutes while we're, while we're still chatting. Okay. Because... I have been on a celebrity memoir kick Mm -hmm. and I'm not really sure. I was going to say, I'm not really sure why I'm not really sure why it was just, it just feels like, I don't know. Either there have, I think there've been a couple of new, well, I guess Prince Harry's memoir has just recently come out. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, that's a major celebrity memoir that I'm excited about. Mm-hmm. reading um but it just sort of like it was like I was listening to one memoir and then I was like "Ooh, and, you know maybe they mention a person in their memoir and I'm like I wonder if that person has a memoir and then they do and then I'm like "Ooh, but I wonder if this person has a memoir and then they do too and so I've just been listening to so many I just I finished Selma Blair's memoir okay and it was a really, really good read. So, like, it's interesting because she was sort of becoming a real popular actor in Hollywood around the time that I was growing up and, like, in middle school and high school. And so, like, it, it, she was in my you know, world at that time. And then she sort of fell off like, or like fell out of, you know, my consciousness and then has only recently, you know, come back sort of on the scene, you know, as definitely, you know, she, she did take some time off, you know, as she was being, uh, as she finally got her diagnosis of MS and things like that. But, but so much about her life that I had no idea about like and her you know her struggles with alcohol and like all of these different things but there's a section in the book where she's talking about meeting she had like three different incidents where she met different 
celebrities and then something happened in the interaction where like they were being like sort of silly or they were being like kind of annoying or whatever and and she bit them what like as a like I think it was meant to be like a playful you know you're annoying leave me alone like I'll bite you and (laughs) and so she sort of got a name for herself as like because she bit a couple of influential people and like this is like as an adult that she did this Mm -hmm. and so then one time I think it was Sienna Miller that she bit and that oh no maybe maybe it was someone else maybe I'm making a mistake but and then she bit her back and she was like oh like that really hurt and they're like yeah it hurts when you bite people anyway and so then she was like and that like cured me of my biting problem and I was like (laughs) What is this story? It was so weird. I mean, you know, celebrity. Yeah. Anyway, that was that fascinating. Is. And now I'm halfway through Sally Field's memoir, and it's uh. a delight. I've got uh, Mariah Carey's memoir on the docket. Oh my Oh, I told you, like I'm on, I'm, I'm on a memoir kick. Okay. So that it, yeah, I just looking to see who Selma Blair is because I know the name, uh, and yeah. now I yes, I didn't realize she had MS. Yeah, yeah. So she, uh, it was interesting because she she has a son, and she said that when she was pregnant, that was like so that was some of the healthiest time in her life that she's like that she ever felt so well and I I guess it is a thing that people who have MS that their symptoms often subside during pregnancy they do so my because my ex-sister-in-law has MS and was diagnosed after she probably was experiencing the symptoms with her first pregnancy um, but they put it down to just the pregnancy and then when she she was diagnosed and then she got pregnant with Nikki and everything subsided. That's why she really wanted to breastfeed because when you continue that to the, all of the symptoms subside during that time. But yeah, Yeah. that's fascinating. Like our, our, you hear stuff like that too. And you think like our bodies really are incredible and so confusing, (laughs) you know? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I know. That's, uh, yeah, it's funny that there are certain things that all of a sudden you hear a lot of people, like famous people have been diagnosed with, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, there's, there's, it's like every Canadian, you know, singer or actor, actress has Lyme disease. Like, it's yeah. like, yeah, a lot of them have Lyme disease. Yeah. Um, but Christina, Christina Applegate was just diagnosed very recently with um, MS. Oh. Okay. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. And so she's in that Dead to Me show. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Ooh, so, I only ever watched know, the just, first season and of so that. She's, Oh, so the last season is on now, but it's been like since she's in, had the diagnosis and I just read an article about how she like, had to be like she had to go in a wheelchair from her trailer to the set right. and it took everything to 
to, you know, go. And she, she's gained 40 pounds since like the one season ended and the next season started. And okay. you can see, you can that, see that, that weight. like that there's something like she's, that she's ill. Yeah. Oh, you can see the weight, but you can also see the puffiness in her face because of the medication right. she's on. Yeah. 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 Um, but, um, but yeah, she really, yeah. Anyways, because, and she's 50, the same as, as Selma as he's 50. Yeah. 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 Wow. Super, so interesting. Um, and terrible, terrible disease, but yeah. Um, well, I, I have just put, I haven't started it yet, but it just came to me, um, which is, um, Gina Davis, her I'm going to have to get that one also because I would love to read Gina Davis's memoir. Yeah, so I heard Gina her Davis speak is super, on a podcast. Gina Davis is like very very intelligent, right? She is and yeah. she's also a um she's an Olympian. She's an Olympic uh oh gosh, um, archer. Arch archer. Oh, archer. Yes. 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 I knew that. I literally like, but she literally for the first time picked up a bow, like in the last within the last ten years. And it was so good that got to Olympic status. Wow. Like crazy. Crazy. Imagine um, imagine imagine being a phenom like that, you know? Like just imagine yeah. being so incredible. At something yeah. <laughs> that would be wild. Yeah, and the rest of us are like it's called, and her hers is called dying of politeness. Oh, I like that. Yeah, I heard her talking about it on a podcast, and I'm not sure. I have a feeling it was. Um, we can do harder things. Mm, okay, she yes. talks about a lot of things that she learned earlier on when she was doing Thelma and Louise um, oh. from, uh, tell me the other actress's name. Susan Sarandon. Susan Sarandon, because she just took no bullshit at all from men, I especially. I love yeah. that. And, and she said, I watched as men were like, okay. And, and she's like, huh, you can huh. do that. Oh, yeah. Mm, you can do that. Yeah. And it's because it's the the anniversary. Is it twenty five years since they did that show? I think they've just uh, they were just on an awards show. I think for the twenty fifth anniversary of that movie. Oh, okay, and okay, that could that be. Two of them. I think they might have even come on stage in the car, like and done a whole photo shoot and all sorts of. I'm gonna have to look that up because that stuff. that would yeah. be so. Yeah, I'm gonna have to look that up. That would be so fun. Yeah. <laughs> well, Sandy. That was a that was a quick hour. I feel I like know. our I feel like our chat went quickly. By, yeah, it really went by quickly tonight. Yeah. Um, thank you for chatting with me. For those of you who are listening, you don't know this because you are listening at whatever time you listen. But we are recording this extraordinarily late because I was extraordinarily late getting home after a volleyball tournament. But uh, I really appreciate you. Uh, Putting putting in the late night hours for me, Sandy. No, you know, I mean, I I I have much less on my plate than you do. So, uh, you know, I know you want to get it done, but and you always do. I do. 
You do. I, I work really hard to get things done. <laughs> you do. I know you do. And you don't like to to change when you've already made a commitment. That is also true. I, yeah. I hate having to, to read. Even, even, even when given many outs, being like, it's okay. No. I know. Sandy was like, so we could do the weekend or we could do another time or, or we could just, just skip let a it week. Go. And I was yeah. like, like, and so I thought about it for a minute because this weekend is a complete write-off for me. And yeah, so I thought, I like, should we just skip a week? And I thought, I can't, I just can't. I can't bring myself to do it, Sandy. <laughs> but we did it. Well, I and, that. and, well, and we were prepped and ready. You know, the, yeah. you know, food we need, you know, we need to talk was, was fresh on our minds. So. Correct. Yeah. And it was a good one. Well, thanks again. Um, maybe we'll ask people on Instagram if they have a favorite celebrity memoir. Oh, please. Let's do that. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Thanks, Sandy, for chatting with me tonight. My and pleasure. we'll chat next week. All right. Take care. Enjoy your dinner. Thanks. You too. Yeah. <laughs> thanks. Bye. Bye.